listening to the Melanated Movement Podcast with Tess and Anne. We invite you to take a deep breath, open your mind, and prepare to go on this wild ride. Episode loading in five, four, three, two. Welcome to another episode of the Melanated Movement Podcast. Every time I hear it, it makes my ears tingle. (laughs) This is your host, Anne, with my amazing co-host, Tess. Hey, Tess. Hello, 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 Anne. (laughs) How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm well, thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Me too. Every time I record, it's a blast. It's a time. Mm-hmm. We had a time last night. <laughs> <laughs> we always sing a little bit. I'm sorry. Anyway, <laughs> we have a special guest with us here today. Her name is Jada and aka Goddess Way. Give her a little round of applause. Hey, Thank you for having me back. Oh Y'all God, always so spoil me in the best way possible. You deserve it. I appreciate exactly. you. <laughs> I love when we come in and we're like, hey, water? Do you want this? Want yeah. That? I was just like, damn, do I need to pay a resort fee? Like, y'all real <laughs> on point with it. We got the fireplace going. Y'all got ambiance. I was greeted by a dog. It smelled great in here. Like, yeah. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, yeah. we, we so, worked really gotta hard. Gotta get this. the ambiance oh, going. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> We have uh, just great content for today. We're excited about it. We're bubbling. We're just ready to go. Anyway, <laughs> as we continue our sex series, which is our number one requested series. Oh, we horny. Yeah, <laughs> y'all. Not just horny, baby. <laughs> we randy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Anyway, as we continue through our sex series, we're going to dive into some juicy things. This is actually our second time working with Goddess Way. We had the opportunity of getting some boss tips from her, and we're going to get into some juiciness. Today is all about the juice. <laughs> it's all about the tea. It's about the lubricant. It's about the oil. <laughs> I'm not playing. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, we have a nice um, setup today. We worked on our listing. Um, after meeting you the first time, we are like... Damn, she has all this knowledge. She's incredible. We have to pick her brain again. Yes. So we're so excited to have you in our presence. One more time, girl. Ah. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm so thrilled and nervous. Yeah, every time we talk about, like, sex, Tess is like, eyebrows up to hair. Love She's like, this exists? I'm like, yeah. Me immediately <laughs> start sweating. I know, right? My back is all arched and shit from discomfort. But, like, but we're both like, yeah, we got to talk about sex. Like, we are recording, we're like, sex. And then we hit record, we're like, <laughs> So it's exciting, but it's like, you know, we're, we're islanders so goddess where well, you're from jamaica or you're jamaican i'm yeah i'm jamaican i was born in brooklyn Ooh, you're a brooklyn girl I'm aggressive yes <laughs> I, I was gonna say i think it it comes out you know if you ever fucked around in traffic you heard it like you around, around and found you out. Found, you found, they found out yeah oh my road rage gets worse and worse the more south i go in florida no, yeah because the roads get smaller what People just don't know how to act the further south they go. Facts. Because they're going to Miami where the booty cheeks is free. 
the what? Yo. Because that's fr- the facts. Because when you go out to Miami, that's when you're seeing more of the thong bikinis. You're seeing more of like the Brazilian butt lifts. You're yeah. seeing more, like you're getting titties for free. You're getting ass for free. You can sit on the beach and get a, a view. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so ah, people okay. get, get more audacity. The traffic is so bad? The audacity is, is increasing <laughs> as you go oh, further got south. It, got it, you know got what I'm saying? Yeah. The, further, yeah. the thing is up here, or as you go further north to Florida, it's a little bit uh, palm colored. So the audacity is a little bit different. It's, it's the yeah. audacity. Yes, because they do have audacity, but it's not the same type. I call it caucasity, honestly. That's what it seems like. Yeah. We're not gonna be. We're not gonna be. Uh, Let's get into it. That, see, the further down south you go, it gets more fuck around and find out heavy. Like people just. They're like, fuck it, I'm here. Fuck them. Like, <laughs> I be finding out without even, you know, fucking fuck around. around. <laughs> That's the I problem. I ask for it. But like, no, but if you ask for it, there might be more. Not right. the intensity. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> anyway, let's not discuss our trauma and uh, <laughs> traffic of um, living in the South. <laughs> right. So let's enter the world of King because this is okay. the sex series and we want to talk about uh, the difference, like you mentioned before, between. Uh, kink and fetish right so i like i told you before we recorded i always get it mixed up so um after kind of verifying because i know there is a vast difference or like a very significant difference so a fetish is something that kind of needs to be present like during sex whereas a kink can like not necessarily replace it, but it could be something tangible or something you're referencing, not necessarily sex itself. So mm-hmm. I'm just going. Huh? Have an example? Um, so like, like a kink could be like role playing where it's like a thing. I don't need it necessarily per se, but like I like it. It could enhance the mood. It's it doesn't have to be sexual but like you know it's sensual and in the vibe whereas a fetish is like for me it could be like fluids like I love it I kind of have to have it like to amplify sex whether it's sweat whether it's like spit whatever it is like I want to feel a wetness that's like shit sorry that's like like a me thing yeah so i could be fucking it up any kinksters listening like please correct i'm no like stranger to right. being corrected or whatever comments please give us a comment let yeah. us know what you think we'd love to have the conversation with you also so- don't be pussy tell them what your kinks and fetishes are because <laughs> we don't talk about that shit often why why do you think we don't talk about it often because of shame and a lot of it is uprooted from trauma so mm, some people don't want to like have a sexy conversation go to it started when i was a teen like nah <laughs> right. like, it was a dark day <laughs> i was walking down the street all of a sudden yeah like i just wanted to be sexy and get a drink now we here and fucking oprah like just trying to hash it out yeah but it can get like that and because it's not always talked about that's what makes it even more taboo yeah so um i think like i explained the last episode that's what made me start to offer consultation free consultation so people didn't feel so weird Mm -hmm. about coming to someone just to be like yo i like this how do i go about it or what's your knowledge on it or like 
you know, some people will even ask me, is this weird? And then I'll look at them and I'm like, I mean, motherfucker, I don't like it, but that don't mean <laughs> 8 billion other people in the world, a percentage of them hasn't thought about it and do it every single day. Like, yeah. don't worry about what other people are doing unless it fucks with your bubble in a sense. Right. So, so, yeah. Let's just reintroduce you really quick to the audience because um, the we do have another episode with Goddess Way. However, it's exclusive. So, <laughs> now everybody will have access to it. We can Ow. give... Yeah. And, we'll, and when we uh, decide to put that episode out for everyone, we'll put out the details. But, you know, you you know if you know, you know. And if you don't know, you're about to find out. Just not right now. <laughs> so, um, just let everybody know, like like a brief little like introduction so um okay i do just about fucking everything um in like the simplest of terms jada waiter is mainly known for comedy and business and just getting things done management corporate i'm the spreadsheet shorty like just Ooh, I like that. yeah, yeah shorty. like i can't live without them oh like that oh lot, that's yeah. kind of an evolved shout out to sunshine we working on a single right now but <laughs> y'all that's an exclusive no one really knows about that right now bro this episode exclusive after exclusive i'm telling <laughs> you spicy. yeah and uh goddess way that is and still the only black performing dominatrix in palm beach county yeah. um just main less of a trend and more of just kind of like a forced presence just furthering people to be more of themselves exploring themselves and just being confident about it because mm -hmm. you can learn all the things in the world about porn sex genitals but like if you're not confident about your shit and what you're talking about it was the point like so yeah fair okay. that makes sense yeah mm -hmm. so then does that make you a femdom yes so um yeah, I'm a femdom. I am super androgynous, though. Like, there are men, women, non-binary that do call me very masculine things, and I do respond to them, react to them. So... I think that's so cool. Me too. <laughs> non-binary um, people on this side. I yes. really appreciate yeah. these all around. And the thing is, is, like, I've never identified as non-binary, but, like, I've acknowledged how androgynous I was from even as a child. Like, I used to wear my dad's clothes to yeah, the school. Yeah, fluidity is beautiful. You yeah. deserve that. I feel like women deserve more fluidity. Like, because you look one way or another doesn't mean you're this uh, type of... I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So it do is. You, so do you call yourself like gender fluid or um or nothing at all? You just so you? I would. I still, you know, big pussy energy. Like I'm still. <laughs> I'm still. Energy. No, wait, wait, wait. No, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> Let me have to put some music. <laughs> <laughs> like like Charlemagne says, I think let me drop bomb for that. Go ahead, run, run Yeah. That. There's big actually. Pussy energy yeah there's a sex like pill that. that's big clit energy big clit energy. yeah there's wow. a there's a sex pill i promise you what yeah it's called big clit energy because the male alternative one is big dick energy and they sell it it's like all colorful and shit huh because your clit is your dick i mean technically yeah. yeah it's a pussy is just a inverted dick so yeah. Yeah. I'm learning so much. Right now. <laughs> My mind is being. Like, <laughs> I can't. I can't really see her, but I do see her forehead. <laughs> just like, like what? <laughs> we have like the Mar 
far as we were running a few times. As people who are familiar with podcasting goes, uh, the setup know. is crazy right now. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> for people who, who know us from from our original setup, we have two mics, two headphones, uh, two little sound barriers. This, this was our two sound barriers. Now mm-hmm. we have we uh, Tess actually built these sound. What's it called? Sound. Yep. Not sound boards, but acoustic boards. Humble, humble brag. We started off <laughs> two mics, two like little sponge things to collect our sound. Yep. Two headphones yep. for like action, and we really just put our put our minds, our money, our time together, and we really improved the equipment that we've had. So now we're able to have guests. We're able to have more space. We're able to have more equipment. So it is nice. Yeah. I we like shifted this. though, so then now they can see each other. Now she can see more than just Tessa's eyebrows. Yay. Hey. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I want you to see my shocked face every Man. single time. You know yeah, because I mean? apparently it's coming. So. No, I'm not. <laughs> Listen, come. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now that we know the difference between kink and fetish, mm-hmm. and we've established who Goddess Way is. <laughs> I love that. And you know how, like, you see the little stars, like, emojis when I think of Goddess Way, see the little stars? Oh, it's an ADD in me. Anyway, girl. <laughs> 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 All right. So, um, should we move on to what is a sub and what is a dom really quick before sure. we go into, like, the hard, rough, wet, tight portion <laughs> of the show? So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's kind of three things to take, like, the main walkaways there's a dom sub and then there could be a switch so a dom is of course like the dominant one and a sub of course is the submissive one that usually is submissive to a dom and these two roles stereotypically where the dom is kind of like a big macho of something or whatever it doesn't have to be that all the time as long as you kind of establish what your roles are i've had very masculine subs where i'm very fairly dainty and just as you see me i'm built like asparagus like just real small (laughs) so asparagus (laughs) I mean, I'm not going to be this fucking woman dressed in leather and with a flogger in the middle of the day all the time. But like, if you want a mental fuck at 3 p.m., I got you. Like, So, um, yeah, a switch now is exactly what it sounds like. Someone that is able to switch that energy with you. They don't always have to be a something uh, and stay in that role. There's some significant people in my life. We have very switch energy. And I think in their own way, like they don't make, it doesn't make them more special than anyone else. But I deal with a lot of people on such a dom sub level outside of BDSM when I'm able to have a switch like connection with someone it's fun because I feel like I can play a little bit more do a little bit more find out a little bit more and just have fun with it there's a to me there's a certain level of intellect that goes into switching as well yeah. and I'm very sapiosexual oh same yeah oh, I love that I don't know if it's sapio or sapio I've been confused trying to say it both ways mm. I, you know, I love that yeah. I don't know that's really cool yeah so Tess what you got for me <laughs> uh, since we have this uh, beautiful dom femdom here uh, in our presence mm-hmm. what does that make you think of just say well <laughs> no but, I mean it doesn't make me think of it it just as I'm talking to you about it and mm-hmm. I actually did a little bit of research before you know we sat around mm-hmm. and, and to discuss it and I've noticed that like of course there's the stigma right that exists in like the like the reason why people don't talk about 
cake mm-hmm. as much. There is like the trauma portion of it where people have like absolutely used like the some of the experiences that they've 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 unfortunately had mm-hmm. in their um, lives to kind of like rewire it and like transform it into mm-hmm. something that wherein they have control, right? Of yeah, they'll like cocoon it in a sense. Right. Yeah, they'll closet it in a way to where when they're ready to come out and about mm-hmm. about it like it's beautiful and like the most hardcore like uh, that they want to present that way and you know sometimes it could be done in a in a flashy aesthetic way like to visually show a triumph sometimes it could be done like naturally that way like my whole process and journey could probably be seen as that because I was fin doming for seven years before I became public it was my second year now so I don't know It's, it's different for everyone yes it can stem from something like that but, you know, sometimes it's very underwhelming where some people won't have a story. They'll just be like, I saw some shit. I, like I tried it. it. I liked right. it. We're yeah. here. Like, yeah. No, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But I think it's the beauty in it, right? Like, I think it's, yeah. it's absolutely beautiful that it really just spans all sorts of people. Yeah. And it really should be talked about more. But then when yeah. I hear, so what I understand then is like when it comes to kink, it doesn't have to remain in like the realm of like sexual um, pleasure no. or dynamic. Yeah. It can literally be like a lifestyle, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. And, and so like when we talk about like, you know, dom, subs, switches, like it really goes into, it could be like day-to-day life, mm-hmm. right? Um, I think one of the things that comes to mind when I hear that is like, one, there's a stereotype mm-hmm. that we're like we're used to. Like when you hear like um even like a femdom, like you're expecting somebody who's just like like bulky, like mm-hmm. imp- like um uh, how do I call this? Like dominant in appearance. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they have a certain look about them, a certain like facial expression or whatever. And and, I, and maybe you can demystify that and well this is why you're here which yeah. is cool um, <laughs> demystifying like the what a dom actually represents because what comes to mind and like pointed to me about is like Fifty Shades of Grey right oh, where we got you know, to you that s- portion already yeah. alright <laughs> like, like, I want like bring it down because if we're if we're gonna talk about it because one of the things that I've had to like I've learned mm-hmm. with like through research as well is like a dominant person like has a huge responsibility absolutely yeah and some of that responsibility goes into like being protective and mm-hmm. actually there's a lot of work that goes into that because you have to understand boundaries and be mm-hmm. respectful of those and be that protector and like have a certain control but then at the same time you you're not you're not necessarily leading as most people think because yeah. like the subs some oftentimes like do yeah. so can you demystify that and just like how complete bullcrap <laughs> um 50 shades of gray so, like was and how it really like skewed people's perception yeah. of what that world looks like so this is what i'll say about it because i'll give i'll give the movie flowers i'll give the uh series its flowers in a sense of it opened the door for people to want to learn more about bdsm because mm-hmm. before that people weren't so quick to jump into that conversation but unfortunately like this man was making a hundred thousand dollars an hour. He lived in the fucking sky and he had a whole, you know, dom he had like seventeen rooms in his sky rise. And 
there are some people that live like this cool but what they were trying to convey was like how freeing bdsm is when in reality like you look at it for what it is this man took this girl's virginity and like yeah and like and really and truly if you see her character and nature she's a very timid girl ain't never done nothing like this before and you know she has her moments of having that power where it's only her he's attracted to like that but he controlled her basically with like money and everything and like she had a choice she definitely had a choice and he kind of gave her one but at the same time as i'm saying it was never it was never first of all the movie took a whole what's up yeah the movie took so much out from the book that like just watching it it looked crazy like if you have no prior context to what's going on it really just looks like she's borderline like slow and because they try to in the book they so yeah they present it as she's timid she's shy she's never done nothing because like this completely incapable yeah of, like, and in the movie economy. she just fucking stand there and breathes hard like <laughs> when <laughs> <laughs> what how are we supposed oh to acknowledge God. anything sexual going on like yeah oh, like i never yo oh it's that's, the yeah. breathe hard and like bites the bottom of the lip yeah like what the fuck yeah. are you scared not, bitch like what i watched that thing one time I, one thing i remember is the car that she was picked up in him yeah. being a predator the one room the whips and her being extremely pale and yeah. that's <laughs> The one thing thing that has, like, seared itself into my brain is (laughs) when he was going through whatever he was going through, like, it's your trauma. Deal with it in a different way. Or find somebody else who'd be willing to take some, like, some belts from you. Like, I remember, like, that scene, I think it was at the end of the first one, where he was like, oh, I'm going through something. And it's just like, well, what do you need? How can I help? He's like, well, what I need, I don't think you can give me. She's like, well, try me. He's like... I need to whip you. That's and manipulation, nigga. You did not yes. present that well at what fucking yeah. all. I remember that one. And it yeah. grabs a belt and, like, physically hits her repeatedly. Now... And there was no safe word. Right, right. Because I was going to say, something like this, if I just walked into a conversation and heard you talk about this, I'd be like, oh, you know, sounds like my session on, like, fucking Wednesday. But... Because... <laughs> But the thing is, is like before every session, no matter how long I've known a sub or whatever, we go over safety. We go over what's happening afterwards. We talk about it mentally, physically, what happened, what were your limits, what was going through your head. So that way there's full understanding of everything going on because I would hate for a sub ever or even just someone coming to a show. I would hate for them to leave to be like, yeah, that bitch got his way like she just wanted a power trip and you know she was pretty and that's it because i go to a lot of events where people will you know just go find the first outfit off the rack all black and then come to a show and try and be the bitchiest and that's what they think is bdsm that's wild right now i like to reference the movie 365 
on Netflix just because not for nothing he kidnapped a bitch but like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so 365 oh basically a man kidnaps a woman that he saw fell in love with but gave her terms conditions rules and was like look bitch you know I like you <laughs> it was like I like you you got 365 days to make a decision what you want to do I'm, one, I'm this rich motherfucker I like you but like you know you tell me what you want to do this these are the rules and eventually she made the decision you know she wanted to stay really fucked with him i didn't watch the whole series yet because oh, i've been busy oh nigga movie? what what there's like bro okay i can't ruin it for you but the ending of the very know. first one <laughs> sets the anyway. tone for the rest and i've only been seeing like the um like little trailers and shit and i follow the main character on instagram he's so damn fine and like <laughs> so i i know bits and pieces of what happened but like i'm so busy so i don't have the time to sit and really give my undivided attention and i promised one of my subs i'd watch it with them in a sense so like i want to watch it but like i like the the mental kind of reality that they place in front of you because let's face it someone was like oh that's stockholm syndrome and i'm like bitch that's kind of love now unfortunately with how transactional everything is you got women that's like oh if you don't take me to this nice ass spot then you're just not gonna see me you mean to play in somebody's time you like in energy if someone's really trying to get to know you and then in bdsm you could have someone actually wanting sessions and shit and then someone just wanting money so that same energy is not going to be put into a session. Only one person walked out fulfilled and the other one probably walked away with more trauma than they fucking walked in with. So, so so can we tie that back to what we were talking about? Sure. What's up? One thing you said was like only one person walks out of it fulfilled. Yeah. And I think that's exactly what happened most of the time. Yeah. Right. Because this is somebody, first of all, who's never like who's ever been introduced to this world right and then and then like you already have somebody who holds so much power financially socially right and then putting this individual in a situation where it's like oh you want to be with me this is what you have to do the movie was literally i'm rich and hot so it's okay and hot and in control yeah and by the way i have trauma so i'm gonna use that as like my shield and like if people don't understand me it's because i have trauma and it's like that's such a mellow fucking dramatic answer and then if you love me and that's what i feel like it's like this whole thing is really like complete unfulfilled yeah and it was a completely one-sided and i think what i'm understanding from what you're sharing Mm -hmm. about about bdsm and about kink is the fact that both people must find satisfaction like as they go into it so like as a submissive like i need to feel like and maybe we can talk about subspace because i looked Mm -hmm. into that but i didn't like dive too yeah go ahead with your research yeah Yeah, (laughs) anyway so like somebody like a submissive like must get into that space right like so they can receive fulfillment from it and then like the dominant individual like obviously is getting pleasure out of it as well right so then there's like an equal meaning of of the mind and obviously bodies but like mostly the minds where you like you get that fulfillment like so e- e- not maybe not equally but like similarly mm-hmm. so like okay the best way i'd be able to describe it because when people ask me what my definition of bdsm is aside from the literal what the acronym is for which is um well bdsm bondage um dom sub and uh sadomachism so that like that in itself they have their own you know different 
definitions, but I always just tell people it's the exchange of energy. Like it's the consented exchange of energy. Cause it doesn't matter if you're in a dungeon, like getting your ass handed to you, or you're in like a five-star restaurant and you know, someone probably has remote control panties on. Mm -hmm. Like it, it doesn't matter the setting, where you are, what you're doing, like who's around. It's just the exchange of energy. Mm -hmm. One look can turn a very innocent moment into like your body's on adrenaline and just rushing and yeah. (laughs) And (laughs) yeah. Tess, you mentioned subspeeds. Can you like let's start that conversation a little bit now that we're talking about it? Like what is like what is subspace? We talked about it like forever ago, but it's on my list. What is it? Yes. Please talk about it. So a subspace, um, not to sound literal, but like could be kind of the space mentally a sub will go into like for their session or just in general what all is going on. So to give you an example, like I'll have um, a show where a sub will be present, like a kind of a designated sub almost. And like that event could be going on hours at a time so that's kind of that sub's job at that moment to be a sub so I want to make sure I'm checking on them throughout because mentally they're in this state now after when we're packing up going home whatever I'm not just saying all right bye you know see you the next one like I'm I'm making sure I either take them out of that subspace like so they can kind of go back to doing whatever it is they're doing or if they choose to like stay in it we address you know what's healthy to stay in that space and be by yourself do your own thing whatever everyone's different but even doms there is a dom space i have seen my fellow doms one of my mentors even that he's been left in dom space because no one turned around to really acknowledge that responsibility on their back and like like just constantly so it's almost like he wouldn't have a break at all like even if it's as something as small as a hug because i also say what do you do do you have a conversation yeah well them is it like like kind of like after sex like the after sex care care. yeah that's exactly what it is because it's like a dom a dominant sub could you know switch physical things to do but like the and if the energy is there in place to be there it's like y'all can still check up on one another so from me dom to him dom like we will work an event together and i'll ask constantly everybody good everybody okay and we'll talk he'd be like i've just been in dom space for so long i'm like you want to hug because I know what that feels like in a sense of, you know, everyone's looking at you to make sure everybody's shit is handled. So they're not even looking at you like, hey, are you good? When's the last time you went to the fucking bathroom? When's the last time you got a drink? Like, are you, you've just been on post this whole time whenever a sub dom, whoever walks in and out, like, like no one sits and thinks about that type of shit. They just feel like once you make the decision to be a dom, you're just a, a pretty or a hot thing that's shouting orders and being a cunt. And if you're a sub, you're just this hot thing or this lousy thing to just take orders. And that's mm-hmm. not it, it, everything is situational. Mm-hmm. Just like people, relationships, jobs, things, everything is situational. And people don't like when. I'll sometimes try and get into it because it'll come off as me being vague. And I'm like, the more you try and categorize things and group them all into the same shit, the more problems we're going to have. Because instead of addressing that things are situational, we're just trying to 
put a band-aid on what yeah. this one this one this one or this one may think is wrong now you yeah. fucked over everybody else that's what the shits <laughs> so <laughs> that's a great point that you just brought up because honestly even as we were talking about like entering subspace mm-hmm. i didn't even know that there was such a thing as a dom space which absolutely obviously like, makes sense right yeah. like if you're gonna have a subspace, you're gonna have a dom <laughs> space but that led me to think that aftercare, which is like that, like bringing the person back into their body mm-hmm. and like into like the present moment. Because I've, I feel like, and from what I've read and like, and like experiences, mm-hmm. like I feel like, like I've, I know that like entering like subspace is like, it's like a mental draw. Like it's like, it's probably, a draw. Right. Like, like a hot, like I feel like it's like the highest form of highs where you're not necessarily connect, like you're, in your body but you're also out there so everyone everyone's different everyone's different i've I've seen some people like mid-show or event where they do seem like they're on a high just Mm -hmm. like that's their element that's what they do um i've seen it like just in private sessions like it everyone is different because some people can be real subtle about their shit too and right, but they, they actually are in that yeah like to be honest with you whenever i go to anything public kink related i'm usually very subtle mm-hmm. like very very subtle when i go out just because i'm like black i'm a woman and you know regardless of my reputation and how hard i've worked for it like i'm usually walking into a room with like half of it against me just because i'm there Mm -hmm. because when you walk in it's a pissing contest of who's the bitchiest who's the meanest and i'm just there being cool with people kind of catching more bees with honey and just being natural because i naturally dom i'm naturally like this like Mm -hmm. this is a lifestyle thing not even by choice i just came out the womb like this my family would tell you not necessarily to beat the fuck people up but like (laughs) like they'll tell you i'm the one to look out for because i got the mouth and the sass to back it up and all of it but like from brooklyn and jamaican (laughs) bro like oh my god you stood you had no chance i told my man i'm like bro you sign up for this you're not going nowhere like we're we're here (laughs) you're not going anywhere to you yeah you don't want to go so so then aftercare Mm -hmm. applies to both like a submissive and a dominant and it doesn't well this is one thing that i will say that doesn't get talked about you can apply aftercare to your partner all parties that were involved but i'm now starting heavily to apply aftercare to myself because people don't like it's so easy to make sure your partner's good, your partner's good, your partner's good. Then you you know go back to doing whatever it is that you're doing that you have to do instead of taking that time to acknowledge certain things, point out if things made you feel away so that it doesn't come up next time. Like there's there's a an awareness that I'm like notorious for just because I've seen a lot of people in their most fucked up states. I have no degree. I have no like nothing to go off of as far as how to do my job but i just raw experience so i'm used to it as far as like well i've often said to myself i've studied law from like when i was younger i I would say to myself all right just taking me biasly out of it was my response okay like was i okay was i good it's an ongoing joke between me my business partners and my closest friends like i'm working on my aggression (laughs) because i'm aggressive as fuck but like 
what they're saying makes sense because not everybody that would think my level of aggressive is even aggressive like we're not on the same wavelength i could walk into a room and be perfectly funny like where everybody shut the fuck up like whereas someone might sit and really take that in the room is like not this bitch really trying to scrap what's going on like so it it seems very subtle and that could be a, a business thing now imagine a kink setting where someone wants to probably give their bodies to me and i just picked the wrong moment to be flamboyant wow. like i don't give a fuck about necessarily missing or losing a sale or a sub or what because i go off of like my own kind of quote i exist and i attract I'm not chasing down no sub to want to work with you. I don't care if you have a Rolex. I don't care if four or five of my homegirls tricked you out. I really don't care whose pay pig you were. Like, if there's no vibe, if it doesn't happen naturally, nine mm-hmm. times out of ten, I'm not even trying to be on that. And yeah, the that. very few people that I've asked, we've already kind of exchanged that, like, energy before for yeah, me to be like so. just stop being pussy like you want to be a sub like stop <laughs> I'm being pussy before. <laughs> yeah because because <laughs> if i know them on a personal level to where i can't talk to them like that i will but then even the, even then yeah, i then will fix, like serious out. myself up and be like hey you know all right Let's you really want to do this because yeah, yeah, yeah. i don't want to like fucking ruin the this us yeah. yeah nah so let me ask you a question mm-hmm. in this scenario where you do have a sub and um their let me did i use this correctly is it fetish their fetish mm-hmm. is being bound do i use that correctly or is it uh it bound? would be kinks mainly for me okay. i don't do anything sexual with subs like is we that, is that like i don't have sex with subs no i know oh yeah so fetish kind of applies to sex whereas kinks is like things to spice things up what you like your you know yeah so then being bound be a kink yes it can yes because i'm not imagining sex i'm imagining because i know when people are like shibari and yeah yeah. i know people like the kisses on their arms Mm -hmm. and that that experience is like oh okay because i've been bound before and i enjoyed the experience okay let's give it yeah (laughs) oh my god (laughs) it was great like i got Mm -hmm. tied up and i I like that experience and i like that exchange like i've been to like a like a a binding or a shibari party Mm -hmm. and i'm into it and i and i and i wouldn't continue to have sex at all i'm just not open to share my body at that level right. however but i'm down to like let's tie up hang me from the ceiling yeah all type vibe so if you have a sub that mm-hmm. likes being bound could you give me an example of what that would look like so um okay so originally when i started doming fin doming i didn't have like uh an office or whatever and then when i did recently it was for such a short amount of time we only really did logistics and things in there so whenever i would want to well yeah like i mean you got to do the technical shit too (laughs) so uh back then if somebody logistics okay yeah i went too technical sorry no you're (laughs) so uh, if anyone wanted to be bound, because I only really was versed with, I didn't even know about Shibari and what it was and shit. I just knew some people like being tied up. Yeah. I just did basic ties on them. Like, and I would, back then I did car doming because I would just, Is I didn't have. or car? Car. So I would, oh, so I didn't have like a legit place to go a dungeon or whatever. So Uh we would like coordinate the shit. I would park my car up somewhere and then I would hop in theirs, verify it, you know, all of what's going on and just like 
because some of them like to be some of them like to start off in the trunk first some of them like to start off in the back seat oh, in the passenger okay nah, the, <laughs> let's so when i did car doming like i was a waitress at a strip club at the time like mm-hmm. so again no manual like i'm just going off of shit and i was everything you weren't supposed to be in a club i never did my hair i was super i told everybody i had a man like no makeup i was i wasn't mean to people but like i'm sassy the way i am now like nigga you want to drink the fuck like so you about to get this drink or not yeah like nigga i got four tables over there what the fuck you doing like i would talk to bro what the fuck you came to a strip club watch the bitches strip so I got it. I got it. Whenever, <laughs> whatever would come to like VIP and shit like that, a lot of them would say to me, "Oh, I want to see the other side," and I'm like, "Nigga, I'm two pounds. What other fucking like side?" <laughs> so when when they started going deeper into it, I read a lot of erotica growing up, so I would kind of tie in, like, "Oh, this is like the shit I read about." Mm-hmm. Then I would fall into what a BDSM is, but like very loosely. I wasn't sitting and studying the shit. I was just kind of taking note of all what was going on in front of me like my experience and just kind of seeing the power dynamics and play every single night like just being in the strip club in a sense so once I got like certain subs I built up that trust to be like all right I fuck with you I know niggas that know where you stay type thing if anything happens like I'm not telling anybody all of what's going on because I do believe and still to this day hide these people's identities because they're very well known in the city they're very I it's private yeah. yeah and back then I wasn't thinking of these business moves and shit now that I'm doing so yes I've bucked some of them up and like you know, very important high state meetings and shit. That's not the time for me to be like, hey, you still like being fucking obliterated? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I got some time. Yeah. So back then it was just like, I'm, I'm working smart in a sense of, I would, you know, take certain accountabilities, safety, precautions, whatever of myself without necessarily saying too much, but still being able to do all of what I want to do, which so is strategic. Okay, so <laughs> what happened? Right. So once I built up that rapport with them to trust, like, all right, I'm not going to get in a car with you and never see my fucking family again. Like, yeah, no, I would agree to, you know, I would go park up where they needed me to. We'd probably meet in like a designated alley or something. Mm-hmm. And then they would tell me like hey i have two three friends helping me so you know don't be alarmed if you see them because like if i'm if i'm agreeing to a session with you and then i see four niggas i'm like yo what's going on like i'm gonna shoot somebody like (laughs) so um yeah like they would tell me what's going on so when i pull up and i get to the car some like i said like to just start in the trunk they don't know what's going on they just feel the car turn on and go some like to start off in the back seat so they can kind of be present but like they still oh, so you would drive the car and they're in the trunk. yeah i would drive the car some like to be in the front seat just held up at gunpoint they didn't want to be touched they didn't want to be gagged nothing they just wanted that <laughs> mental power play <laughs> <laughs> yeah like 
And it's it's crazy because the way I see somebody's kinks and fetishes is the way I see how somebody likes their steak or salad. Like, there's so many different, like, options as to how you want it. You want to be touched? Then, yeah, cool. You don't? Cool. Yeah. Like, I feel like there's a certain appeal in yeah, all of, of it. Because the ones that, believe it or not, the ones that never wanted to be touched, like, bro, we've had some of the most profound conversations because mm-hmm. they want to be hurt so bad. And mm-hmm. I got to, like, I can't just pick up a bat like the other ones right. and just, bah! Like, so that's another one too that your eyebrow could have went up and that's and that's you know i'm glad you brought that up because yes it is i i would never as much as i know i have some pain sluts like I would oh, pain slut is basically somebody that really, really loves pain. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you think you're done and they're like more more like that's a pain slut. Mm-hmm. So even to them, I would never just willingly go up to them without even them knowing and just bah, unless oh, right. they even knew we were in a session. But right. like there has to be acknowledgement. Yeah, yeah that's that. I feel like that's rude as fuck. Yeah, like for your safety in there. Exactly. Because God forbid yeah. you hit the wrong person, they turn around and they mess you up. And oh like, yeah. No, I, no, absolutely. I, so that's why my eyebrows didn't go up because she, she's saying that because I worked in domestic violence for many yeah. years. <laughs> yeah. She's like, "Why didn't you?" Right? No, but like, no, I know, I know it's consensual. I was just consensual. <laughs> like, and then so I was like, "Oh, that's fine. Yeah, yeah that's fine. They <laughs> wanted this. Carry on, carry on." And <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I just like the impression too that it'll leave behind. It'll unlock a new kink, or it'll just some shit people never fucking thought of. Like one of my one of my exes were really cool. Like he's one of my best friends now, but. It, it's a joke now because he'll tell me about his love life and the girls he deals with and stuff he's like jada don't nobody deck me in the face like you i'm like stop saying that like that no because the thing is is like i was in a relationship with him so i never saw him in a submissive way to me so like when that happened it was just in the middle of sex and it happened mm-hmm. and so he's just saying it he's like oh yeah yeah i'm like no no you just pissed me off and it happened and i felt bad but you fucked me better so we're here now and like <laughs> and on that note <laughs> accidental accidental domain uh, but that sounds good though like it, once, yeah. once you get comfortable with someone and you guys start to get into that all right, let me see what I like, what I don't like. That's that's something good. That's something yeah. good. I like that. Yeah. And I was surprised they even liked it because we, we he took me to the sex museum years ago, and then on the way There's out, sex museum? I was just say in that. New York City, yeah. Of course, it's in New York. <laughs> yeah, next time we go to New York, I want to go to sex. Listen, museum. we went before COVID and everything. There's a titty bounce house, like it's so a titty. Bounce yeah, house? it's dope as fuck. She said titties. I'm like, <laughs> I will be there. So. <laughs> It was. If it was. Less, if there's titties involved, put my name on. The <laughs> you know I mean? So there, on the way out, there was this beautiful like bondage outfit, this harness outfit, whatever. And I'm like, oh my god, that's so sexy, because like around this time, I was just getting into doming and looking this shit up. Like this is what I would see. So I'm like, oh my god, this is amazing. But I just like shit like this in general. And he looks at it. He's like, nah, I don't know about that. And I'm like. <laughs> like I'm just so sad because I'm like, no, I've been thinking about all this shit to do. And then years later, he's like, Jada, punch me in the face, and I'm like, nigga, shut uh, up. Uh, oh well, yeah. Somebody punch in the face. Or... So okay, so really quick, mm-hmm. you talked about like a pain slut. You talked mm-hmm. about bondage, right? Mm-hmm. 
and so i know about sensory deprivation yeah personally i, I really like that one. Ooh. um and there's like you've had a, it done on you Yes. Double okay, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, yes. it's wrong business. It's, yes. it's great. And then I, I'm trying to think about the other one. Um, one, one of the ones that I know where describe it. Just it's verbal, really. Like as Is you're degradation. Scene, you really, you're just, you affirmation. Degradation. Degradation. Yeah, oh, degrad. Oh, okay. Well, I know about it. Oh, you know oh. I, mean? I thought you said you liked it. I'm like test. <laughs> I, I listen. I don't hate it. If we're gonna talk about it first, again, yeah. it goes into like consent, right? Yeah. And then sometimes you can be like into the thing, right? Like you're yeah. really into it, and we're like, okay, can we incorporate this? Yeah. Right. It's and all I about feel a like it, right. It's all about mm-hmm. a conversation, so that's perfectly fine. If you try it outside of that, you're like, who the who the right? Who are yeah. you talking wrong to? No. <laughs> but are there any uh, like? I mean, of course there are. But can you just like at the top of your head like mention a couple of other ones so our like terms? Can, yeah. Um. Like, so there is a fucking brat that you know. So, okay, so a brat is someone that enjoys, like, being difficult to deal with. Exactly what it sounds like. But in BDSM, it's, like, someone, usually in a submissive role, it's, like, they want a sub. They want someone to deal with their shit, like, but they know they want, like, to be difficult and to get punishment and that, you know, bad attention. Like, when your dog's bad. like that was, like, child play. But I don't, like, with brat with being you could be a grown ass adult and i'm a brat to my nigga like every day (laughs) i'm not lying to you like i'll yeah (laughs) (laughs) so yeah like like it's just it's just one of those things like when you're when you're too much of an asshole about it it's like i'm not signing up for this and i know some doms including myself to a certain degree where it's like i don't give a fuck how cool you are i don't give a fuck like how much you trying to throw at this session i don't work with brats because I got, I work way too much shit in a day to put time aside. Even if you are paying for this session, for me to waste my time because I could have did something else. So, yeah, no, so fuck no that. Brats need apply. Nah, hell, okay. if you know you're a rat, like, nah, and the Dumb. thing is, if you know you're like a slick mouth motherfucker, if you know you are a brat, but you can like be smooth about it. I know this is real fucked up to say, but like, holla at me, cause like, I don't mind. I don't mind an intellectual, like I said, mind fuck. I don't mind like an intellectual, oh, you got me. Like we could go back and forth. But at the same time, know your place if you're signing up to be my fucking sub. Know your place. That's some real dumb. (laughs) Because isn't like a brat, like the, the, what you're trying to get to is like some consent, like consented upon punishment. Yeah. Like a brat would like, like for example i would egg some i like i would egg my man on like if i know i want to play fight or just get under his skin like mm-hmm. that's being a brat because i know at some point he gonna give it to me now he could be and and that's the thing me and my man we don't really go into bdsm at all like once i'm home my man is my man is my man and mm-hmm. that's a me thing because i'm such a dumb all the fucking time like when i'm home like people have heard me on the phone in meetings virtual whatever where i'm just like Beep. like just <laughs> i'll switch up and people be like what the fuck Would like be considered like child is it called child play when you pretend like you're like a um there is like a term little, little uh being a little yeah, being yeah. A little. so it, there's a fine line between it because i don't i don't do child play yeah, um I be able to get into that yeah and right i i very much understand it and 
when I say understand it, like I'm gonna just kill the elephant in the room. I do not promote pedophilia. I don't mm-hmm. condone it. I don't anything. Whenever I see like people, grown people that consent to like littling or doing baby things, like I'm acknowledging and seeing that these are grown people doing this. Mm-hmm. Whatever mental they want to take, you know, that's their own like right and their own they they can do that. Yeah. But I I personally I don't really do like the baby thing. The little thing, I'll act like somebody's little fucking cinnamon apple like that because I I like I love I to be babied I love to be some caramel, you feel? <laughs> <laughs> like I like to be babied and treated like a princess but like I'm not gonna go the route of like, the, the pacifier the yeah, this that, and the third yeah and like I said I, I understand it but I just don't yeah uh, yeah no. I get that. I yeah. feel like there's quite a few things. I know uh, Tess and I actually had made like ton like this long ass list of like kinks and stuff about we should look all this up and we're like, no, that'll be a long ass episode. <laughs> so we include like um we can we're not gonna talk about this now. Okay. But like just so like our, our listeners in and then we can maybe name some off and then okay. we'll kinda wrap it up just so we can be a little, a little spice at the end. Alright, throw, throw them at me, throw them at me. Cayenne pepper. Okay. Cayenne pepper. All right. right, So we put. We had. uh, Oh, that's a. That's not a king. And like everything of ours always starts so serious and it ends up really good. Like the first thing on our list was like healing standpoint, then sexual assault and abuse recovery. I was like, is that a kink? No. And then there's sensory degradation kink, being bound, force play, uh-huh. uh, the use of like feathers and toys, uh-huh. being spanked, firm touches. You can. So- I know about one that's like involves blood. Oh, blood play. Is it like uh, the knife? Like um, knife play. There's, there's a, I feel like there's a technical name for it, and I don't know it off the top of my head. Uh, There's there's edge play. Yeah. Huh? Okay, wait, let's rewind. So let's... Sorry, sorry I got excited. No, so did I. I'm like, oh, name another one. No, how about this? So you're... I don't know if as far as the danger aspect, you're referring to um, edge play. Yeah. Because edging yes. is when you're kind of like getting yourself about to nut, but then you don't. And then edge play is like when you're playing kind of with fucking death with like knives, things like that. Yeah, and, I've heard of uh, knife play, but knife play doesn't have to necessarily... Yeah, I usually skin, don't... Like you yeah. can rub the knife against yeah skin. i don't i don't you can have it around or whatever but yeah. i wouldn't want nothing like that because once you're in a certain headspace if you hit like the jeffrey dahmer headspace you hack me up right with that jeffrey shit dahmer so this is this is what i will say because i've it'll be it would be hypocritical for me to say like oh you know i don't like to fuck with blood because the how i started doming was in its most gruesome way i was sending motherfuckers to the hospital and like people were leaking when they were done with me and like and then for people who are unfamiliar with florida terms leaking is bleeding <laughs> <laughs> like but this is what they asked for some of some of my old subs like we would come up with whole ass police reports like what to tell the police what to tell when you get to the hospital because 
because this is what they wanted but obviously i'm not taking the fucking rap for this shit like yeah. they would they would go in it'd be like they would have their some of them like i said that had their same friends that would get them set up before they would just kind of stake out there or wait till we all came back drive them to the hospital and they're the ones bringing them in like they oh he got mugged by four guys yeah. he was in a bar fight da, 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 yeah. like in in places and areas where they're not gonna hunt you down for a fucking right. police report and like in palm beach too they're probably used to the the that type of thing but yeah before we get too carried away i okay. just want to say thank you you're welcome for beating people up <laughs> <laughs> we had a great time and coming around tell us about it right. <laughs> beating them up, coming around yeah. and uh, telling us about it allowing yourself to sit in this space with us again for a second time yeah. we really one of the days we gotta go into the actual like sensual portion i can't just be this fucking violent being yeah. whenever i'm down yeah i'm down we we love your company i would oh, love yes. to have more conversations um you have whenever you're hosting events definitely let us know we'll come through yeah there's yeah. Uh, yeah so they finally came back people have been bu- bugging me about it yeah I, she's, you're real popular online <laughs> like, yeah, you she are. had to like people were like oh girl were you leaving comments underneath her old posts <laughs> she had like a previous event like months ago and they were like um so are you gonna post something new <laughs> or what's up? are we still on a hold or like yeah so blowing her dms and she had to make a whole post I'm like hey guys mm-hmm. i'm seeing your messages <laughs> yeah. but Anne and i really wanted to like have these conversations to demystify so yeah. much about this you know the world and what it involves and we want to normalize certain conversations too Hell because yeah. it's so taboo like we're just you know right. like we're talking exactly. about exactly so yeah we're definitely love to have you as you know. as many times you want to come have, back hey just let me yeah, I told y'all I live like five minutes on the street so <laughs> listen, listen, let me know <laughs> we'll schedule something of course so Hell yeah. we went through quite a few things and mm-hmm. I'm grateful that we were able to to do that and then so let everybody know where to find you um, how to get a hold of you if yeah. you have anything coming up yes and um, then we can continue or at least we can wrap up with dang I gotta yeah. find out where Goddess Way is <laughs> so um okay so mainly you can find out all of what i'm doing on instagram just because like i said i do so much i'm behind the scenes so much instagrams and email is just kind of how i'm living my life right now mainly email anybody wanting to get with me professionally business wise i've made whole ass rants and posts about it do not flood my dms like with work shit and then get at me later like oh you never responded to my bitch i know i thought it was a meme i wasn't trying to like rush to that um i'm trying to breathe life back into my twitter just because that's mainly where i get engaged with a lot of subs um just because they're they a little bit shameless on twitter i'm not gonna lie oh i love my twitter babies what my paypal be right up there i'm look i'm definitely not like a cash app in my bio like type of thing but because i work so much now when i'm on twitter like that's my whoever dm me because i make it very clear in my bio like you know no tribute no response like i i'm not wasting my time in a sense we don't have to play 21 questions and do this that's what my email is for so we can actually tap into the shit you on my twitter motherfucker okay what's up what we doing like what's your ad name um these things and so yeah that would be important right Uh, (laughs) so instagram it's uh jada underscore waita uh j-a-d 
A underscore W-A-D, and then it's four A's, A-A-A-A. Um, Waiters World, that's the business account. Um, it should be Waiters World, W-A-D, and again, four A's, A-A-A-A-S, World. Uh, and I believe it's the same thing on Twitter. Um, I'll probably make a post soon or something about my Twitter. Because like I said, I'm trying to put more little pitchy pitches and things yeah, on there. And, let them find you, as they yeah. should. Yeah, because right now, virtual doming is kind of taking over for me. Yeah, so she I got to know exactly what it is. And we'll post it in our description. So yeah. if anyone is interested and you're hearing uh, Goddess Way come <laughs> through your headphones, yeah. just go to our description and you'll see exactly where to find her Instagram, her Twitter. All that, all that. And the information she provides. Make sure you hit her up. You contribute to uh, her business (laughs) if you want business exactly um so we really appreciate you coming thank you so much Mm -hmm. no problem definitely got me out of my comfort zone (laughs) eyebrows came back down yeah Yeah, they came back down (laughs) well tess need a shot after this (laughs) man i'm so proud of myself i did not run (laughs) anywho this has been the Melanated Movement Podcast with Tess and Anne. Until Ooh. next time. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>